0: Hello and welcome to episode number 24 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Mann, where I get to report you the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB. Okie dokie, everyone. We're going to jump to the NFL. While there's a ton of preseasons going on, the Chicago Bears have signed Justin Peters on a one-year deal. Unfortunately, it's one of those deals where I don't know the exact salary or term. If I find out that info, I will get back and report that to you all, whichever episode I do it. Regardless if it's twenty five or more. Now we're gonna jump straight to the NBA. So the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, okay, I'm I'm honestly a little unsure if I didn't report this or not back in episode twenty three. Please, please let me know if I did it again or didn't. I'm going to let you all call me out and let me know if I did it twice. But the Dallas Mavericks have re-signed Luka Doncic to a five-year, $207 million contract extension. That is a very good contract as Luka Doncic is a bright star, bright superstar, and he is really young and up on the rise. So I like that contract a lot. And I got a question for you NBA fans. Which NBA player is the most pressured to win the championship? If it's this year and many others to come. Is it Carmelo Anthony? Is it Kevin Kevin Durant? Is it James Harden? Is it Kyrie Irving? You guys let me know in your thoughts on that. And now we're going to jump straight onto Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball, not a whole lot has happened, but... We did have the Field of Dreams games that was played in Iowa back on August the 12th, and that game was so entertaining. So the Field of Dreams game was between the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees, and boy, that might have actually saved Major League Baseball. The game was just super entertaining. With six home runs hit combined between Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge actually hit two, then Giancarlo Stanton, then Brett Gardner, and then Jose Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, and who else but the best shortstop in baseball, Tim Anderson. I mean, how – the dude is savage, and he is awesome, and he is top five shortstop. Try and change my damn mind. I dare you. But anyway – it was just really, really fun to watch. Like, you could feel the crowd and the advertise, like, just like the movie. It was just perfectly scripted. I do believe that it really saved Major League Baseball. But you guys let me know in your thoughts on that. And another re signing the San Francisco Giants have re signed shortstop Brandon Crawford to a two year, $32 million contract. Now, while Brandon Crawford is having a career year, but let's also not forget that he's also 34. So we don't know what kind of seasons in 2023 and 2024 are we really going to get out of him. While I like it that it sounds like he's pretty much going to stay a giant for life, unless if come next season the San Francisco Giants all of a sudden collapse – and press the rebuild button again, then it might be a bad one. But Giants fans, I would like to hear your thoughts on this. I think it's a good contract, and it seems like Brandon Crawford, actually, I don't think it's really great. It's a fine contract, in my opinion, but it definitely sounds like Brandon Crawford's pretty much a San Francisco Giant for life. And Chris Davis from the Baltimore Orioles, you guys remember him, right? He was a somewhat average wannabe. All of a sudden gets traded to Baltimore, and then he quickly becomes Baltimore's greatest hitter. He's been Baltimore's greatest hitter since 2013, and it's not even close. Just kidding. Just kidding. While Chris Davis, who had some really monster years, an MVP caliber season in 2013 and in 2015, while the Orioles signed him to that massive seven-year contract. And man, oh man, I don't know how good this will take from the Orioles. While the Baltimore Orioles are pretty much stuck paying Chris Davis until 2037. He's still being paid $65 million. Now, while Davis sadly fell off the cliff basically come after 2017. He really hasn't been the same, and it seems like he's not going to be able to come back. So he's unfortunately retired. So Chris Davis, while he was a PED, he did get suspended. So I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he had a solid career overall. Now, what I have in front of me, ladies and gentlemen, is, in, is the information on Chris Davis's contract that you guys should know about this. So when Chris Davis signed that huge deal with the Baltimore Orioles, okay, we're in 2021. Remember, they're paying him until 2037, $65 million total. So in 2022, the Baltimore Orioles have to pay Chris Davis $23 million. Then 2023 to 2025, they have to pay him $9.16 million. Then come 2026 to 2032, the Baltimore Orioles have to pay him 3.5 million. And then 2033 until the contract ends in 2037, the Orioles have to pay him 1.4 million. Now that may not be bad. The 1.4 million part may not really be that awful, but the other years, wow, Baltimore fans. I'm sorry to say this, but Chris Davis completely robbed you guys by a lot. And it's not even close. And I, and I got a question for every sports fan. Is Chris Davis, Bobby point, point 2.0 with that contract? You guys let me know in your thoughts on that. And now we're going to jump straight to the NHL. Now in the NHL, We got some contract resigns. The Detroit Red Wings have re-signed Jacob Vrana on a three-year, $5.25 million deal. I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than it's a good contract. I just felt like Detroit maybe could have signed him to a little longer, like maybe five, six years. But it's a fine contract. I don't have too much to complain about it. And then Sam Reinhart. Signs with the Florida Panthers, three years, $6.5 million. Good contract, don't got too much to complain. And same with these other contracts that I got that I'm, that I'm about to report. Slater Cuckoo re-signs with the Edmonton Oilers, two years, 925 k Andrew Kopp re-signs with the Winnipeg Jets, one year, $3.64 million. Jason Dickinson, who was acquired from Vancouver to Dallas earlier on in the offseason, Signed or a little or a little earlier upon the draft. My apologies on the little blank that I left. Actually signs a three-year $2.65 million deal. And then Detroit Red Wings re-signed Adam Ernie on a two-year $2.1 million contract. Then you got Zach Ronaldo, who signs a one-year 750K contract with the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's a fine contract. Unfortunately, enforcers, a lot of them have really gone. They've really disappeared. So it's good to see that Ronaldo's still in the NHL. And he's a feisty one. Joe Thornton. Jumbo Joe Thornton is refusing to retire. As he signs a one-year 750K contract with the Florida Panthers. I'm going to admit, I'm a little confused with this move. In the midst of, so Joe Thornton signs a one-year deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto ends up having a good regular season. Once again, under Kyle Dubas, they choked in the first round of the playoffs. Florida Panthers, they've surprised most of us back in the 2021 season. They make the playoffs too, only to choke. Actually, what am I thinking? They didn't choke. They just lost to a really good Tampa Bay team back in five games. So it's good that Joe Thornton's still in the NHL, but I'm a little confused as to why Florida, when he probably could have re-signed with Toronto and just stayed there. Because, hey, I mean, what if the Leafs improve and actually go past the first round? Right? Let that sink in your head really quick. Compared to Florida, while yeah, they surprised us, but we don't know how far they're going to go. We don't know how good their goaltending is going to be. Yeah, they lost Chris Drieger to Seattle, but we don't know how good they're going to be. Well, I think they'll do fine under Joel Quinville. He's won three Stanley Cups after all. But, not a bad contract. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just confused as to why Florida, basically. So... Let me know your thoughts on that. And now it's my weekly team's thoughts and reviews where I give out my weekly reviews, thoughts, and opinions on every single NHL team. And for this week, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins. So the Pittsburgh Penguins had a very solid season, a very, very good season. They finished with a record of... I just had it. There we go. They finished first in the Mass Mully Division. The divisions basically changed their names and the the ones the Pittsburgh Penguins were in were called the Mass Mully. Anyway, the Penguins in 56 games played finished a record of 37-16-3 for 77 points. They were tied for first. They had a goals for of 196, a goals against 156, a Goal plus differential of plus one of plus 40. And they were 8-2-0 in their last 10. Now their top five goal scorers. Sidney Crosby, the best NHL player, in 55 games played. 24 goals, 30, 38 assists for 62 points. Jake Gensel in 56 games played. 23 goals, 34 assists for 57 points. Chris Letang in 55 games played. Seven goals, thirty-eight assists for forty-five points. Brian Rust in fifty-six games played, twenty-two goals, twenty assists for forty-two points. Jared McCann in forty-three games played, fourteen goals, eighteen assists for thirty-two points. And for their goaltending, Maxime Legrace, who played one game, is one zero. He's basically perfect so far because he's one zero with with a goals against of zero. And a 1,000 save percentage. And their other two goaltenders, Casey DeSmith, in 20 games played, had a record of 11-7-0, a 254 goals against, and a 912 save percentage. Followed by Tristan Jerry, in 39 games played, 25-9-3, with a 275 goals against and a 909 save percentage. So absolutely solid overall. Got a couple questions for you, Pittsburgh Penguins fans goaltending duo for years we were all known to be Marc-Andre Fleury then came Matt Murray all of a sudden you traded him to the Ottawa Senators and while Fleury basically you lost him to the expansion draft to the Vegas Golden Knights and he's now a member of the Chicago Blackhawks my quick Fleury question I have for you is is he going to come back to Pittsburgh in the offseason and retire let me know your thoughts on this one but my first question is The goalie duo. So, how strong is your goalie duo to be in the playoffs? Because you guys pretty much both lost in the first round the last past two seasons. I believe both to the New York... You lost to the New York Islanders, I believe it was. Or if it was Philadelphia. Anyway, this season. And you lost to the Montreal Canadiens in the play-in round. So, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, do you guys need to change your goaltending duo? Or is the duo of... DeSmith and Jerry still solid enough for you guys. And my second question, could we possibly see one more Stanley Cup ring in the fingers of Sidney Crosby and of Giddy Malkin? While they've won three together, they're three and four overall in the Stanley Cup finals. Could they possibly win one more cup before they retire? Are the Penguins trying to make a strong push? For Crosby and Malkin to win one more Stanley Cup? I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. So thank you for tuning in to episode number 24 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man. Stay tuned for episode number 25. Peace.